And in that same moment, my finger dislocated, but yeah. I was so I was so out of breath that that's all I could think about. So I was like, I can't. And then I bring my hand up, and my fingers are going this oh, way. God. And it was like, you, you, you watch the video, you can see my, my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? What, are you awake? Yeah, I'm just waiting, making sure I'm awake. Okay. I mean, I knew I was awake, but it's like, go, you know? I was like, going to say, because you, you've been here, you got here before I did, so. Yeah, you've been I was here. setting up some stuff and then watching some Burt guys, and then I went out there and I was like, oh, it's cold. And, and it when cold. you fall, it's all dangerous and stuff. It's got a different vibe out there. It's like kind of, it's like going to the comedy store for me. I'm like, Ugh. Like it's, it's training. It's like it brings on the intent, you know, like those guys. I feel you know. like when you when you get here and it's this cold, and yes, we're in California. Yeah, wah, it's whatever, you know, 50s or 60s. I heard a joke this morning. Someone said that I was cold and the guy was like, I'm from Chicago. And yes. the guy goes, oh, well, I didn't know that. Now that you've informed me that you're from Chicago, I feel a whole lot warmer. Like, <laughs> it doesn't <That's> help. <laughs> it doesn't help if you're in like a cold place right now bitching at me. It's cold to me. I came I came in here to skate like a week ago, a couple weeks ago. No, the cold snap was here. It was, yeah. it was genuinely cold yeah. here. And Andy was already here. And uh, I was like, oh, man, just warm up. He's like, what temperatures? I was like, don't start in on your, I'm from Boston. He's going to do it. And yeah. I had to walk uphill both ways to school yeah. and shovel snow off my yeah. ramp. I and had my skateboard. frostbite every morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got frostbite while doing kickflip indies. But he did. He did shovel snow off his ramp, so. What about this? I'm not from a cold place, and it's fucking cold to me. <laughs> and you can call me whatever you want while I sit over here freezing my ass off. There you go. Skated. <laughs> I, I, I have also skated in the cold. Like, and there's different levels of cold. I have a funny story about that, actually. Okay. Did you ever see the, um, in Japan, they used to have an indoor skiing place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would see it from yeah. when you when you arrive at the airport driving to Tokyo. It was halfway through, and people who know about this are like, "Yeah, it was in da 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 da," and they called it. I forgot. What is they call it? Ski dome or something like that. Indoors, right? Indoor skiing. And yeah. They crank. Yeah, and so it was just this, this huge monolith building that you would that was like jetting out from the skyline. Yeah. And it went it went down and then made one turn and then down. Yeah. So it's pretty big for indoors. <clears throat> Huge. Yeah. And you know how Japan, they there's no room in Japan. So like when they do that, that's a big deal that they're having skiing and it's in the city. And so Airwalk, in their infinite wisdom, wanted Andy and I to go there and do a demo, skate demo in the ski dome. Where's the ramp? Oh. In they the put ski dome. one in there. But put it's it cold there. like the mountains, right? Yes. Yeah. It's it's very cold. Yeah. <laughs> You're feeling cold. Is Boston guy feeling cold or is he like uh he he was definitely challenged. Okay, good. But but the challenge became that once we started skating, any any liquid or anything, sweat, whatever, would freeze. Oh, it's so cold. It was cold. So I was wearing snowboard gloves, like full hoodie, snowboard gloves, still like could barely feel feel my fingers. Yeah. We skated for, I don't know. Half hour, maybe at the most. How is it grabbing your ball with snowboard gloves? 
I just got used to it. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> it's probably the same as grabbing a snowboard, but snowboards are not there. And then attached. at one point, and, and and the ramp is is like on the verge of ice, so any landing is dicey, right? Yeah. It's not like making tracks. There are no tracks. It just starts to get glistening. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's frozen. It's frozen. Which was weird because this this place, especially the the space they had, was big. They could have put it in the same area, but not in the frozen food section. Yeah, but it wouldn't have looked as good. Snowboard, yeah. yeah. So, no heat, no heaters pointing at it or anything. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. So long story short, about a half hour into the demo, my board shot off into the snow and caught a bunch of snow and water, you know, uh, melted snow on the grip tape, and the yeah. grip tape turned to ice. And that was it. Demo over. But we made it. We survived. But at one point, it was just you two dressed as snowboarders yeah, doing a yeah. skateboard demo. Yeah. <clears throat> there's some, um, there's some Japanese. There was a Japanese sort of surf skate snow publication back then. Pretty small because the scene wasn't that big there. Yeah. Snowboarding was big, but um, I made the cover of it doing a stale fish with uh, snowboard gloves. Oh, okay, and. Recently, when I think I went to Japan for the Olympics, I saw a guy there that said, oh, I saw you uh, in a magazine a long time ago and you're wearing the, the gloves. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, because it was freezing. He's like, I thought it was fashion. Oh, wow. You're making a statement. Yeah, he goes, and, and so I bought snowboard gloves. No. Walk around. <laughs> like, See, I'm, not, I'm not a fashion icon, yeah. firstly. Yeah. And secondly, a- it was just functionality. So many mistakes were involved in that. <laughs> Why would he do that? Why would he copy you? Why would he think you're the fashionista? Yeah, yes. Like what? There's so many. No I offense, mean, but what the fuck were you thinking? Just raise more questions yeah. than answers. For That's sure. the guy I'm going to take my fashion points from. Fucking some vert dude. Like what? <laughs> what? Oh, for sure. And the rest of my kit you, probably yeah, you got pads. Everyone's wearing yeah. pads in the nightclub. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, exactly. The rest of my kit was probably not fashion forward. Stinky ass melted skateboard <laughs> pads. Mmm. High I remember fashion. Andy and I went snowboarding too. And the entire run, like if you bombed it and made the turn, was 15 seconds. Oh. How long or is or it maybe get, like 30 seconds. How long does it get back up and go? Uh, there's there an elevator. Is there a line? We, it wasn't that crowd. I think they okay. had limited ticket sales. There's an elevator. Um, and there's also like a, uh, what do they call it? Magic carpet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then fast forward like maybe five years later, he and I went on this, air, another airwalk trip where it was combined snow skate thing. And, oh no, the, the, I'm sorry. That was for the, uh, I went with Benji Weatherly. Benji Weatherly was doing a documentary and he invited me and they were doing surfing, snowboarding and skating all on the same trip. Mm-hmm. So Todd Richards was there too. And we went to, what it could only amount to the budget version of the ski dome. Yeah. Where it felt like a warehouse with a slope and one run. And one run with a jump. Yeah. So if you hit the jump and you were off kilter at all, you're going to slam into the wall. The wall? The wall, wall at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Because it really, this this space wasn't designed with snow in mind. Yeah. They just made it work. Where the fuck does surf <laughs> exist in this dome? We went to, oh, we went to Surf Dome. They had a wave pool too. In okay. Fukuoka. So. Wow. It was a full mission. We went, we went real surfing. We went real surfing right when we got there. Then we went to this, this ski place that was super sketchy. Yeah. 
It was so sketchy that in order to hit the jump, to get enough speed for the jump, you had to start as far up as possible in the building so that you're, you had to duck. In the rafters. In the rafters to drop in. Yeah. To like strap your binding in and then get real low. For one jump. For one jump. Yeah. And point it. Yeah. Hit the jump and then stop immediately. And then that's your snowboarding. That's it, yeah. Yeah, it's not that much. That doesn't sound that much fun. But it's, yeah. I get it. You're I mean, it was demo. a fun experience. Right. But when you get older, it's like it's talking about cold skateboarding. Cold surfing. Like, I'm never a hardcore surfer, so I don't know what it's like to really care. But the first year I actually tried was in the wintertime. So every time I went down there, sorry, fucking Chicago. It was cold to me <laughs> when I was getting in there. And I thought to myself a few times, this is ridiculous. You should just go home and, like, turn <laughs> your fireplace on and watch Netflix. This is a way better decision. It's it- Especially when you're surfing in super cold water, even though if you have a wetsuit and it's keeping you warm and dry, but warm, it's keeping you alive. Yeah. It's so hard for your body to function. Yeah. I've actually gone in super cold surf and and missed the drop in a couple times just because I couldn't get like my legs bent enough to get on the board. Yeah. Lamest <laughs> day ever. <laughs> That's such a bummer. I'm so bummed on that. Like I'm so <laughs> fucking, it's so hard for me to get the will to do it unless it's like, a good condition day. I'm so like I think I'm hardcore. Like you know, people are like, man, you must like sleep a couple. Of, I'm like, I, I'm not like that at all. Like Mr. even the, even that. Like you're gonna, you got shit to do today. And you're not gonna skate. I regret saying that I was gonna skate today because when I went out there, I was like, it's cold. Uh, uh, I don't really like. What if I fall in the cold before I warm up? <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be such a shit day if that happens. I slammed, I slammed in the cold yesterday. I know, you told me. On concrete. It was a bummer. <laughs> it makes it so much worse. How, ba- <laughs> how, how bad? Are you hurt or are you all right? No, it was just it was just one of those things like wake up call. Like, oh, uh, we're, this is real. We're yeah. doing, we're, we're skating a vert ball and it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like, I can take a hit when I'm warmed up, but the f- and like yeah. a, 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 a mistake at the start where I haven't got warmed up, it's a deterrent for me. Like, <laughs> I gotta say, what I did yesterday, <clears throat> um, we shot a we shot a commercial at the Vans Huntington Beach skate park, and yes, I'm very fortunate that I get to skate there because it's been closed for like a year and a half. Okay, <clears throat> and then we'll open it up since we have our own insurance with the production that we can use the park. Okay, and of course with the blessing of Vans, I can do it. So I I know it's not lost on me how elitist it is and how lucky I am to be able to skate that place when no one has skated it in a year or so. Okay, you covered your tracks. <laughs> that, that being said, it's very daunting to get to a pool all of a sudden be like, okay, you know, we're going to perform and we want, th- there was, there's a whole shot list of very specific tricks. Every time you go, it's always. But, but this, one was, this one I had input on. It wasn't like okay. someone was throwing me like 900 on the hip. <laughs> it's still that bowl, and people don't realize yeah. how much different that is to any other. Although that one's really well built. But what I was trying to get at is in the skating sequence, there's a there's a segment where I do a board slide on a handrail oh, in the street course. That's your fault. And by far, that was the f- most frightening yeah. part of the whole shoot for it's me. It's like my Ollie Impossible. <laughs> I, I'm, I might be ruined from that. Like, I don't know if I could skateboard anymore. I but I had it. to get like, I was warmed up. For the ball and doing tricks and stuff, I had to get like double warmed up yeah. for the handrail. Yeah, because you can't bail if you're a vert guy. Right. You have to make people to understand. If you have vert legs, if you're you coming towards a rail stuff. and things go awry, 
Stiff shit. <laughs> I did. I did have all my pads on because it's supposed to be like I'm going from one place to the other. Okay. So full pads. Boy, backs up board side. Woo. Oh, that just made Tony. 2022. I'm like, man, I want to be Tony Hawk. I want to go to the, I don't want to go to that bowl. I do not want to do a board side with fucking full pads on, man. That sounds like a terrible afternoon. Do you know how many times did it take to make it? Two. I don't, I don't fuck with the board slides. Like yeah. I don't, I don't test them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all or nothing. Yeah. What are you going to? The one, oh. the one that the first one I did was just to test how slippery it was. And it just shot out from under me. And then it was like, all right, here we go. Whatever. Yeah, I can't get to the point of what did I do wrong? Let me make an adjustment because that means I've already hit the rail and I'm destroyed. <laughs> yeah. So, well, how- also we have to worry about getting on the rail. Yeah. That's, that's half the battle. Yeah. Nobody understands the, <laughs> the problem with vert dudes and their ollies onto things. I don't know what it is. Cause there was a time there where every time I ollied, my ball was always there. And right. And I don't know, maybe vert legs. Something where it just maybe my confidence, but it just seemed like every time I was going to go on a rail, it was I may as well be doing a McTwist with no pads on. <laughs> it's very yeah, exactly serious. yes. I uh, I was getting getting cocky on handrails for for a minute in the like in the early two thousands. Yeah, I think I saw video parts of you doing that. And then I um <clears throat> I tried to do half cap board slide. This one rail so stupid. Missed my tail. Yeah. Full, sacked it. That was it. And rolled my ankle because, like, my my ankle actually hit yeah. before my crotch hit the yeah. rail. So double action. Yeah, no rolled ankle and a swift pole to the nuts. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's handrails. And then uh, that was it. That was the moment where I was like, maybe, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am doing this stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Like that was there was definitely a that was a turning point. Yeah, it's like let's just stay over here. This yeah, isn't really you know your what thing. I. Th- the first time I did a rail was like with the H Street when I lived in the H Street house and it was like uh, Sheffy and Donger and, and uh, Sal Barbier and I fucking, uh, you know, board slid a rail and they were like, dude, <laughs> yeah. Vert dude got on the rail. I don't know, like a six there or something. And I was like, it's not that difficult. You guys are a little bit overrated with your handrails. <laughs> and then that, when I went back to Australia, I was like, dude, I lived at the A Street house with the donger. Like, step aside if there's a handrail here. <laughs> and that was the the last handrail I ever did was the most catastrophic slam I've ever had on street. And my friend was, it was one of those slams where I'm okay, but it was so catastrophic that I'm just sitting under the rail going, and they're looking at me like, how bad? Like, how bad are you? And I'm like, I don't know how bad yet. <laughs> Everything's numb. It could be this moment. Yeah. Like, I remember my face because my wheel got stuck under the top of the rail and it was one of those thicker uh. poles. And I just didn't know. It was like, you know, th- the third rail I'd ever done and my wheel went under it. So, each at the top. <laughs> yeah. That. And I've seen other people run down the rail. And I was like, oh man, I wish I had seen that video before I did this rail. Because I just, my legs gave up. Do you I really like, think you could have danced along the rail on the way down? I could have started running. I could have <laughs> at least started to make a step. I didn't even make a step. I just was like, oh, it caught. And I'm like, I don't even think I got a hand. I don't even think I put a hand in. I just like, here's the rail with my head. And then, like, it was like three things that caught me on the way down. And I didn't do anything. There is so much peril. In it wouldn't rails. stop, Tony. If you stop, if you if you fall at the top, there's so much peril. Yeah, like I went. I I know I hit my head on the first thing that hit was my forehead <laughs> on the rail, and then other things caught me on the way down. Yeah, it was 
That was it. Never again. I was like, it's not worth that. It's not worth it. I don't even know what I did wrong, but I don't care to, to know. I just know that don't do that. Oh, mate, Alice Tony Hawk talking about Kratom. Do you know about Speciosa? Tony, you probably don't, but I, I do. As a guy that drank a lot and doesn't do that, and as a guy that probably shouldn't do painkillers, so I don't, and this is really bad, and then I'm like, doctor, give me up. But anyway, Kratom is a great little thing. It's, it's, uh, it's an herbal thing, and they grind it down into a powder, then they come in little pills, and you take a few little pills, and it takes the edge off life. You know, when you're me, you need edges taken off. You know what I mean? You got a lot of edges. I got a lot of edges. <laughs> so I need those smoothened over from time to time. Uh, so these guys have some great quality stuff. I have tried it, and it, di- it did do the same thing as all the other crate. It's real. It's real. I was doing it. It was great. Uh, so we have a discount code because of our listeners and because we're, we're in cahoots with these guys. Try the green strain. Everyone says the green strain is like the one that everyone uses. I don't. I should, sure, you should do that one. But they gave me like three jars and they're all different colors. And I took them all. They're pretty great. Uh, 100% satisfaction or your money back guaranteed. And we have a promo code to use for people in the audience already. 20% off. That's a good deal. Go to getsuperleaf.com slash wolf. They know you don't date Kratom. Could you do Kratom, Tony? Getsuperleaf.com slash wolf. Get 20% off. your. Uh, use the promo code wolf. That's Get superleaf.com slash wolf and use the promo code wolf for 20% off. Thanks, guys. Speaking of slams, when everything's numb, that video of me slamming in the backyard pool and dislocating my fingers. Yeah. God, that's a brutal Just slam. came out. I saw that. I mean, it was… It's amazing. It was almost slam. a year ago that happened. Yeah. And I don't know why Thrasher held onto it for so long because Gregson made that video and he sent it to them. Yeah. Um, so, I've been getting a lot of questions <clears throat> about my fingers. Are uh, you alive? Yeah. And Good it, question. It seems like it would happen recently, but yeah, this, this is it. I don't want Peter to come for me, but when I was real young, we used to get frogs and I would slap them on a rock and then they'd be kind of numb and I'd throw stuff at them with my brother. Wow. I know. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. But you look like that frog when you locked and then <laughs> fell to the bottom. It looked like you splattered like a frog that <laughs> I once like knew. It. You I look like well, you weren't I think getting what up. Was, what happened was I got my… I think I tried to catch my fall. So I got my, this hand caught under me. So my elbow went into my ribs. Right. And in that same moment, my finger dislocated. But right. I, was so, I was so out of breath that that's all I could think about. So I was like, I can't. And then I bring my hand up. And my fingers are going this oh, way. God. And it was like… You, you, you watch the video. You can see my, my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even… I can't even yell or exclaim anything. It's just like, there's something wrong here. Yeah, there was definitely something wrong. Um, and had I known, I never had seen dislocated fingers before. I actually, I saw Omar dislocate his finger once. Okay. And I didn't understand what that was. Yeah. But had I known in that moment that I could have just pulled him back in. Oh, okay. But sometimes you can have a broken finger and of then course. you just pull a broken yeah, finger. Yeah, I don't know anything, right? But they're right. both, and they're both doing that. So I'm just like, something's really bad. Yeah. But uh, the swelling got so bad that they had to cut my ring off. Oh, you couldn't get it off in time. It already- it, well, I couldn't get it off because it was like the, the joint was out here. Okay. So it would have been like right. some sort of yeah. magic trick to get it off. And then when they got it back, when they finally got it back in, because he numbed my finger. It was too swollen to get it off. And then it was too swollen to get it off. Yeah. But um, but I guess I guess live and learn. I've done I mean, that. I, dislo- I, I thought 
the I got knocked out on a telegram. Doesn't matter what the trick is. I got knocked out once <laughs> in uh, telegram five forty one footer. <laughs> may, may as well. I can't remember, but uh, I woke up with a shattered wrist, and then off to the I was in uh, the East Coast somewhere, and I went to the hospital, and they had decided that I dislocated my wrist, so they gave me morphine. So I was on a drip, uh. and they had my fingers in these little uh, metal mesh things that held my hand like that. And then they had a weight on my bicep and they were trying to pull my arm. But it wasn't dislocated. A nurse comes in and I'm, I'm high as, I'm on all the morphine. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you can do it, keep pulling, don't worry. <laughs> I can't feel anything. You got it. I'm like, don't worry nurse, just yank it again. Like it'll go in there, like don't give up. And then some other nurse comes in and goes, stop pulling his arm, stop pulling his arm. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't seem good. Who fucked up? And they're like, well, they just got the X-rays. He's like, he's, yeah, his arm's shattered, like he's broken all his hands and his bones. Stop pulling on his arm, and I'm like, that sounds pretty serious because I'm so high. <laughs> I don't care. And then they're like, yeah, we can't even operate. Like it's so messed up that you need a hand surgeon. Wow. So we'll just give you a half uh, a, a cast up to here, but it was half open one, like a half cast thing, so I could get it out for the doctor. Oh yeah. So I had the half cast thing. I will never forget this. This is one of those things where team managers sometimes need to fuck off. My team manager, who's, I don't, I don't even know his name. I forgot his name. Nice guy, but I'm a, I'm a rager, man, especially back then. I'm raging. You know, if it's not the contest, I'm raging. If it's after the contest, <laughs> I am fucking raging. I was, I made it in the street contest and got hurt so I couldn't go in the final. I fucking was in the top 10 in the street contest. I, I, I fucking nose grinded a rail and made some shit on a bank. Like I'm, I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> made some shit on a bank. I flipped my board and made it and then did a rail. And I was like, how much time do I have left? And it's like, <laughs> I feel like I just made a ride on the street course. <laughs> and because back then no yeah. one made rides. Oh, yeah. They're like, you're in the fucking final. I'm yeah. like, that's hilarious. Contest is coming. I was going to, this is my contest to win. I had the ride that was easily going to win it. You weren't there. So it was easier to take. Me on the Vercomp. Yeah, the Vercomp I had. I qualified third or something. And I had two fives in one ride. And I was like, I'm winning this fucking contest. So instead of waiting for my third ride, I'm like, I'm fucking sealing it now. First ride. You're fucking all dead. Tower grab five, over rotate. Whoop, I'm out. This thing's broken. They're trying to, uh, at one point, I won't let him take me and I'm under the ramp duct taping it to try and get it to stay together. <laughs> and then uh, I, and I, I had a second ride and then when I did a lip slide and my hand went like that oh. and I, I just dropped to the ground, skidded and was like, I will go in the ambulance now. I give up. And then to the ambulance, do all this bullshit with all that surgery. Sorry, no surgery, all these things. And he goes, we'll give you the cast. We're going to get you a hand surgeon. Okay, cool. Here's your painkillers. Off you go. So I'm like, sweet, I'm already on morphine. So I don't feel any pain in this thing already. And now I've got Vicodins. We're partying. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we've got it all. And then team manager guy goes, let me get those painkillers. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because you're probably going to go out drinking tonight. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going out drinking tonight. I'm on morphine. And he took my painkillers. <laughs> so I get drunk and I go out and I'm like, life of and the he's party. A, he's a bad guy for that? Fuck yeah, he's a bad guy for that. Because I like I, how you still remember it as a negative thing. Well, I'm not done. Oh. I go out, I party, morphine wears off. Right. I hook up with a girl, go back to her house. And then in the middle of the night. You just don't stop. Fuck no. I, <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night. Do, 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 oh do, my do. God. And I'm like, I don't have any painkillers. Uh. I'm not even in my hotel room. It's like three in the morning. 
So I had to like drink a bunch at three in the morning. And then like, I was so angry when I found that guy. I was like, got my fucking painkillers? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so it was his fault. <laughs> it's his fault that you, you endured some pain in the he, night. I would have responsibly taken those painkillers uh, uh, when the pain kicked in. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> you were making a lot of good choices then. Yeah, no, I was on the, I was on the good choice bus for sure. <laughs> The good choice bus. I was for sure not going to chew like four of those as soon as I walked out of the hospital. <laughs> well, the hot jam we had, we had two buses for all the BMX skaters, whatever. And it just, it, it just laid out that the one bus was the mellow bus. One bus was the party bus. Yep. The white, it was literally the white bus and the black bus. Yeah. And, uh, then every once in a while, someone would be like, hey, man, I want to ride in the black bus. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, bro. Are you sure you want to yeah. do that? Because <laughs> you got to know that when you get yeah. in here, it's the black bus and also, rules. We're, sh- we're, we're driving overnight. Yeah. Oh, you can't get out. But no, we're driving overnight, and that is the time for sleep. Oh, yeah. No, we but don't But if do you, that. you're going to the black bus, no. you're probably not going to sleep. Nah. Yeah. No, we're going to find the most annoying song <laughs> that you could ever find and then play it. 17 times, loud as fuck, <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> and everyone's going to do even more excited dances each time it plays. Yeah. And if you look frustrated, I'm dancing in front of you the whole time. <laughs> and he can't do anything. He's way <laughs> higher ranked in this game. But I'm in, I've been put in charge, like third ranked in charge of the back of the bus. <laughs> when I fucking hit the button, you do not press the button back. You just take oh, it. What, what, Kerry Getz maybe? Was oh, poor bastard. Yeah, he was there he too. He was in there, yeah. yeah. Um, Good dude. He didn't. I didn't. He rolled with it. He was like, "You guys are crazy," but it's not bothering me. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. cool. I'll, I'll never forget in that tour. So the gigantic skate park tour. Yes, that was it. The the back room was that was it. It was just the party room. And he loved the back of the bus because he had the video game in there. So it was like Tony Hawk's in the back of the bus. But so are all the bad people. So it was like everyone's like, "Hey, Tony," and I'm like, "Hey, fucking." Easy, man. Like we're, yeah, we're was it? Was it? <laughs> I, can, I can. I can hold. I my was own. the gatekeeper of like people are like. I, I know, but I mean, <laughs> good guys. You can talk to him for a little bit, but if you want to continue this conversation, take it out to the front of the bus. We're about to get weird. Never. No, that sounds bad. We didn't do that. No, well, but I mean, I was a bit of a chameleon in that I could hang back yeah, there, even both. though there was partying going on. I wasn't partying like you guys were, yeah. but you know, I could I could manage myself, but. I do remember uh, there, there was this one sort of defining moment of all that was Andy came on the tour. Mm. You know, everyone would kind of come in for a week or so, right? Yeah. Yep. So even Dan, Danny was there. Yep. Uh, Andy. He was in the back else? of the bus. Sam came. Back um, of the bus. Uh, Mike V. Yep. Mike V. Steve Barra. Steve Barra, Steve Barra wanted, yep. got real mad at me. Carson. Yep. Anyway, people, you guys maybe Sorry, have seen. Sorry, Steve. I don't even know what I did. Ah. I said something on the microphone. <laughs> of course. So anyway, the the bus is in full swing. Like yeah. it's loud. You know, people are playing. Oh, and and Trent would would cameraman. Trent, yeah, Trent cameraman who is actually guy. a cameraman would set up a blackjack table. That's right. In the middle of the bus. It's right. And he was the dealer. Smart move. Middle of the bus is still won. not the back, everybody. Right. So. Middle, bu- middle bus is the gateway. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you there gotta, was the gauntlet. Remember the gauntlet? You'd have to walk from one part. Pass all the blackjack losers. Yeah. yeah. And you'd have to walk the gauntlet. But by the time you got to the back, it's you definitely were getting, awesome. getting harassed. Yeah. 
or groped. I didn't, what? There was a whole thing with the gauntlet where it was just like mess with people they're walking okay. through. So anyway, um, what I want to say is the, the, the defining <laughs> moment of, of that tour, of the, of, the, of the sort of bus separation mm. was Andy was there. He's sitting by the blackjack table and he gets a phone call. <clears throat> and it's raging. Music up. It's like, hey, can, can you guys turn on the music? I'm on the phone. It was like record scratch. <laughs> what? You to get out of the bus, dude. Did you? Did, it was really like even even I, you know, as a courtesy, might have turned down the music. Even I was like, "Oh, that was not a good move." Yeah. And immediately, probably you or someone else looked at him <laughs> while turning the music twice as loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like, you, "What you did you say?" Yeah. You know, what did you did you really? Those words come out of your mouth, and then I remember seeing him on the phone like. I call you back. Yeah, you do. And then that was it. Yeah. And that just set the stage. I was like, this is how it's going here. It was funny. Like, he it got funny. it. We were being funny. Yeah. Like, if it had been his mom or something, we would have turned it off. But I was like, what, a business call or something? Dude, fuck off. Like, we are raging. I it wouldn't matter. It was his mom. It, yeah, good point. He just said he was on the phone. It was just more of the, Yeah, but he said it was on the phone. Like, we all need to stop yeah, doing what like, we're doing. it was like the audacity. I was yeah, like, are you serious, You dude? didn't realize. Yes, you're one of the better skateboarders on the bus, but you're not a part but of, it the that, of the But it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was that he just got on tour. Oh, and he didn't know. The, he just didn't know. Oh, the, okay. He didn't know the vibe or the etiquette. And he thought somehow it was like a rare thing that the music was turned up and things were loud. It was, it was for like, sure me. No, dude. Because to, to explain the etiquette, if I could somehow be the person that introduces everybody to the etiquette, <laughs> it was probably one of my most enjoyable moments of the tour where the cab's like, are you guys smoking in the back of the bus? And I'd be like, yes. <laughs> and notice how I have the authority to call that and that nobody is stopping me from saying this. Yeah, so you, I'm trying to think of who… And Cab's my friend, so I was, can be a dick. Who was it that was on the whole tour? You, me, Sal. Sal, Stop. obviously Trent, cameraman. Frizzy hair Utah guy. Utah Ryan. What's that? The That weird chef guy or whatever. <laughs> Robert Earl. Yeah. Rob Wells. Using his fuck. But, but I'm trying to think of the skaters that were there for the, the whole thing. He switched out <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if Bam was there the whole time. No, he wasn't. No way. Yeah, he was out too. Yeah, it was a. It was. I, I wasn't one of the skateboarders, so it was different. I, I remember it being. Weird... It was so exhausting because we would show up to a skate park with great anticipation, huge crowd, and then do a street demo yeah. for at least an hour. Yeah, and then go to the vert ramp. Yeah, and I was the only one doing both. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Try, I mean, seriously, trying. Yeah. Oh, Bob, yeah. if, Bob, if Bob was there, he'd yeah, do it. Yeah, but no, Bob you. was there. Yeah. But, but a lot of people would just kind of come Like in. Danny didn't even do it. Right. Danny did the Danny, vert demo. Actually, Danny got hurt at one of the street event, street demos. Oh, okay. And then he, uh, his knee oh. popped. And then I think that was it. But, but I remember like some Bob would come in, do a couple of cool tricks, and then breeze out. And then I'd be like, oh. In respects to you, I remember some of the vert dogs, we would hang out on a ledge and, and try to get one trick each. Yeah. In yeah, respects yeah. to the Birdman doing a street demo, we were patiently waiting. I just remember, you. I mean, went for me, but it, it was it was exhausting. And and then by the time the vert demo came, I was like, oh my God, like round two, here we go. Yeah. And We'd everybody always... kept wanting, it's not about us. You know, we're filler. Like it was like, Jason, when are you going to, I'm like, nobody asked me to do anything. It's yeah, just, but the vert. You had to do it. But collectively, the Verdemos were sick. I, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't carrying the whole thing. No way. 
No, I mean, the crowd is definitely watching. If you're on the street, if you're not on the street course, why not? Why aren't right. you? Oh, right, why aren't right. yeah, you? Yeah. Like if yeah. I'm like standing over there, no one's like, are you getting, are you getting no, going in or not? No one wanted, no one cared. Do if you I'm remember? Like, <laughs> probably this not. This one was pretty funny. There was, I can't remember what city it was, but we, we had done a demo the, <clears throat> the night before and it was, or a couple nights before and everyone kind of had a thing that they wanted to try to do. And that was when Salema dropped in. Yeah. Right. And then we got to the end of the tour. It wasn't the last tour. And everyone's like, okay, what, what's the plan? And, and everyone had some trick that they're going to try. Yeah. I remember mine was a frontside. I haven't done a frontside five in a long time. I was like, I'll do a frontside five. And then um, Jesse had something. Salama's like, yeah, I'm going to drop in again. I'm like, yeah, sick. Everyone had this thing, right? Yeah. And it was like, whoever doesn't do their, the challenge for themselves has to shave their head. Okay. Or get a mohawk. It was one of those things. Okay. So you could have really, that's not good for you. So the demo comes, we're all like, no one is on point. Yeah. Everyone's bailing. No one is even getting close to their challenges. I don't remember. To the point where all of us are just angry. So like 45 minutes in, 45 minutes in, we're all just like furious at ourselves. Every drop in is just, (laughs) and the crowd's like, what is this? (laughs) And and some of the tricks, like they're just challenges for themselves. Like, yeah. like the skaters are just, I'm gonna pose this challenge for myself. Yeah. It's not an awesome trick. It's just hard yeah. for them. Yeah. So to the crowd, it's like, why is he trying to? I don't really They understand. don't realize that we've been doing this for yeah. months. We're like on a the blood road. to fakey. Is that yeah. why is that hard? Did Sel try to drop in a second time? Because I don't remember that. He he couldn't. He he kept slamming. But he but he was trying to make it. He was trying to make it and he slammed like three times in the flat and then and then rage quit. So he's out. Shoot, <laughs> full rage quit. Sal, you rage quit dropping in. And then that's pretty cool. And then Jesse, yeah. same thing. Some, some rage quit. Yeah. I'm there, left kind of alone. I'm pissed. Like I'm trying frontside fives. I I snap off too. Uh, I snapped off too early on one, and landed halfway with my body oh, on the deck yeah. and in the ramp. Yeah. Face head first in the ramp. Bounced off, flipped in, done. Rage quit. It, it was more of a of a <laughs> it was more of a pain quit. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, but that was so that was the end of the demo. Like three dudes rage quit. I slammed. Thanks everybody. I don't know. Sam Mazakalis uh, slamming three times on a drop in <laughs> and then uh, hobbling off all angry. I would pay a lot of money to see that. <laughs> no offense to you, Tony, but fuck your nine hundred. Get Sal Mazakalis. We got, dude. I'm so pissed he didn't come in for remember? my fiftieth. Remember he said was, he was going to drop in for my fiftieth. He didn't show up. We're not get him not, on that. All right, Salama, you can make if you him come do here. That. You don't have to drop in. We just want to talk to you. No. <laughs> 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 that is the meanest thing I've ever heard you say what ever. Do you mean? That was so cool. No, no, just want to talk to you. Yeah, it's, we like, do. it's like fucking mafia. Just want to talk to you. Like, <laughs> just come, yeah. just come over. We're just gonna have a meeting. Just I'm, have a seat. I'm not don't gonna hurt you. The, don't worry about the plastic on the ground. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> we should put plastic on the flat. <laughs> so when he dies, we can just drag it off. Oh my god! Oh shit! There will be blood, Sal. There will be blood. Do you remember yeah. when, what can I get to get? What can do you we get? They him? played the prank on him with the lottery ticket. Were you there for that one? No, I don't know if any of that stuff made the air because we were we were gambling and that was illegal, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> Salima would go deep 
betting. He yes, went, he I went, know. Like, him, Dave Mir, and Sean White, and and you were like some people at the table had a lot of money. So I was like, yeah, whatever, flex. It's not a big deal. No, but I was like, Sal, you don't have millions of dollars. Trent, Trent built an an addition to his house from the from, money he made. He he built like an extra room in his house. From skateboarders. It was like an office room. And uh, I bet you he loved saying that story, right? And and <laughs> a lot of it was was Dave Mira, yeah, and Salama, Sean White, yeah. And Wait, I thought he didn't pay. Yeah, that's true. That that happened. Yeah. So 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 I guess it was it was more funded by me, Salama, <clears throat> Dave Mira, and Dave gave him one of his bikes after the tour. Oh, okay. As as a payment, I think it was more like Dave just left it behind. Okay. And it was like, oh, that's Dave's bike. Yeah. So Trent took it and he mounted it above the extra room right, that he built. Basically, in his house. Dave Mirror paid for that house, that yeah, room. Like that's yeah. the entrance to the room. Um, but there was one time when uh Salema was down a lot. Man, these guys were I mean, getting- it was gnarly, <clears throat> thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like I, I I learned how to play blackjack on that tour, so I didn't know and I I didn't have any money. So it wasn't, you know, every now and then people knew that I was. Didn't know math, didn't know blackjack, not the sharpest guy in the shed, and has no money. So people were like, "Yeah, Jace, give him, give him that card. That'll be good." Like people were helping me. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like because you're not, you, you can't win, you can't lose. Yeah. You're just fucking there. And every now and then, someone like you or Dave Mirror would be down, and they'd be like, "Fuck that, I'm fucking." And I'd be like, "Wait, how much is that?" I'm like, "I don't even want to be at the table. What is happening?" And then if I fell asleep and went to go get a drink. You bet your fucking ass. Those dudes are still there. They went all night. And sometimes that all night would be, they had bets where I'm like, wait, what's happening at this table? Yeah. You guys- and there was no, there was no coming back from it. It wasn't like you were ever going to dig your way out from the, the debt. But there was one time when uh, Slim was down. I, I don't know how much, but at, at least a thousand dollars, maybe probably more. Yeah. And uh, he doubled down on a bet that was like, 500 bucks. All right. Double down. Trying Lost. to desperately get back yeah, up. just trying to get back up. And uh, I didn't know, I know this at the time, but Trent had bought a bunch of, um, a bunch of fake lottery tickets that they look like winning lottery tickets. Yeah. But he also bought a bunch of real ones too. So at the table, he'd be like, oh, sorry about that. Here's a lottery ticket for oh, your losses. You know, just oh whatever. So he hands Salema one and it's, he, and he, he opens the he fake opens one. It, and I want to say it was to the tune of like two or five thousand dollars. Yeah. Win that is fake. Yeah. So he scratches it off and he's like, and we all are watching him. He's looking at it. He's looking at it again. He's like, what? What? And then he flips it around to see what the winning is. He's like, I'm back, baby. Yeah. Okay. I'm now I'm, back. Yeah. I remember that. And we're all just like, what? No way. And and Trent's like, how do you redeem that? And he flips it over and it's like, to redeem this, stand on your head and chuckle three times and you've been tricked. Ha 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 ha. And he's like, he, he was so pissed. <laughs> so pissed. He's out. He's just, he didn't get the joke. Another rage quit. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's I, put it this way. He didn't stay at the table anymore longer. I remember making uh, Chris Markovich really angry on that tour because somebody gave oh, me- Oh, Markovich was on most of Yeah, they yeah. gave me magic stuff to put in someone's drink and it makes your drink go hard. Oh, yeah. So when you go to drink it, it doesn't come out. But someone had to distract him for a second for me to pour it in there. <laughs> so they distracted him for a second and I pour it in there. And then he tried to drink it too quick. And I was like, I don't want him to actually digest it. I don't know if that stuff is 
bad or not. Yeah. So when he goes to drink it, it starts. It's it's now becoming like a jelly globule drink. <laughs> yeah, it's well, I not, saw that one. It happen. hasn't frozen yeah, yet. Yeah. So it starts to go in his mouth, and I'm like, oh fuck! And I like grabbed it out of his mouth. So he thinks I saw somebody put something in his drink, and I'm trying to save him. He doesn't know that I put it in there, <laughs> and I was waiting for it to solidify, and it didn't. So he's. I think it was Sal. I think it was. He was gonna punch Sal in the face. And he's like, fucking what are you trying to do to me? Because I think he was in the blackjack oh thing as well. And everyone was kind of <laughs> yeah. emotional. And I had to explain to him, I'm like, no, dude, I did it. And he's yeah. like, well, I'm going to punch you in the head. I'm like, you, you, you don't. And he's like, yeah, well, I don't. So now I'm really perplexed. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. Because yeah, he's like, well, I don't want to punch you in the head. And I'm like, right? Because, you know, me, I'm fucking asshole. And, you, and I, I saved you. Yeah, yeah. But it was like a weird, he was still mad at Sal for like hours after it. And I kept, I did it. I alone did it. <laughs> yeah, Sal. Like he was just standing there. Like everybody else saw me do it too. And they didn't. Sal didn't do some Jedi mind trick yeah, on me. Yeah, he was like, no, fucking Sal fucked me. And I'm like, <laughs> he, he didn't. I know I got to say this again, but he didn't. And you got to let it go. It's all me, dude. I did it. Yeah. Those were great times. God, so there's so much chaos. It worked out though. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the, we had great content. Yeah, I don't. I, feel I was like- surprised that they put that stuff on ESPN. There was, <clears throat> remember we went to Europe. Mm-hmm. One that, of the greatest. That times was the of my third life. year. I want to say it was the third year. Of yeah. It. Um, you had a fucking bus, the same as the American bus, yeah. but in Europe. I know. You let me drive a. Fr- I told my wife about that story. The whole story. I'm like, you don't understand. You're like a fucking angel to me, dude. <laughs> like I'm like this guy, rents a Ferrari. <laughs> And then him and Matt Hoffman are well, Medina, can use it. right? Yeah, but you watch. I was just looking at it because I grew up thinking that that's the sickest thing ever. And I know somebody that rented it. So I can stand next to it and not have someone go, hey, you know, stop fucking leaning on the car. Is, <laughs> I'm a, I know I'm allowed to look at this like, like, like a hawk. So I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? I'm standing there going, fucking look at that thing. And then you watch me look at it. And you're like, oh, Alice loves that car. I should fucking let Alice drive that car. And then everyone's like, no, dude, like not everybody can drive that car. It's in your name. And you're like, Alice, do you want to go for a ride with me? And I'm like, yeah, dude. Didn't we, we drove to the airport together. Yeah, but you pulled off and we're like, get in, drive it. I'm like, I thought they said they couldn't drive. We'll just pull off before the airport. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. And we dropped, you know, I go, we're doing, I didn't just drive it on the Autobahn. Fucking matted at six gear. (laughs) For a long time. Not one second. For a while. And then pull off, give you the car back, and then you drop it. Oh in yeah, the airport. I remember that. We were like, we're right outside the airport, yeah. so that so that in uh, for, for the Ferrari people were there to to get yeah, the yeah, car yeah. back. But, but for presentation purposes, I was pulling. Right. In. Yeah, I remember that. But when we get out, they're yeah. like, Tony, you love the car, and I'm just me. Just I'm just like, <laughs> when I was when just we, driving that when we rented it. So the whole idea is, Matt and I both said, we're going to be in Germany. We should rent a fast car to go on the Audubon. Like, yeah. let's do that. And we always present it as, this is going to be a segment for the show. Right. So it was always, there was justification for it. It could be. Um, but I remember when we rented, so we rented the car, they pulled it up to the to the hotel. Mm. And it was the, mo- the strangest rental experience I've ever had because this dude comes, super serious, and had like his girlfriend or his wife with him. Yeah. And he's, and you have to sign all his paperwork. And it, so then, and then he proceeds to show me Pictures of wrecks, like horrific wrecks. Oh, wow. Trying to scare your mind. Yeah. And he's like, this is what happened. 
to the last guy that ran and won, and he was driving in the rain on the Autobahn, and he was out of control. Yeah. And this is what happened to this guy who had it. For, and I was like, okay, got it. I yeah. see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't point, ruin my car. Point taken. Yeah. Got it. yeah. It was more like you, you will die at right. these speeds that you drive. On, and it was like, yep. Got good it. advice. You crazy Americans. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, that, that was probably more, more the vibe. He's thinking you're crazy Americans. Yeah, more yeah. the vibe is like, yeah, we have the Autobahn, but you guys don't know how to use it. How this many people true. have you done 250 mile an hour in a Ferrari? Because I'd <laughs> like to know the list. It's not a lot. So when Matt and I finally went out, we, we went on the Autobahn. It wasn't raining. Yeah. But we went and at some point we found ourselves with the long stretch with no cars. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm gone. I'm gone. So I'm I'm just got it pinned. Yes. Six gear. And Matt is filming the speedometer and we got it up to 300 K. See? Living. <laughs> 190 miles an hour or something yeah, like that? Yeah, no, 300 K is 210 no, so. or something. It's I not, don't know. 300 is way if you because I'm Australian, kilometers. Let me do speed limit on a <laughs> 60. Fuck, I can't remember. I think it's somewhere around 190. 60K is 100 mile an hour. No, other way around. 60 mile an hour is 100K. This is the worst content ever. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you did start that. calculator. We could do it right now. We could, no, we couldn't. <laughs> so anyway, it was very, very fast. <laughs> and when, we, when you're coming up, and there's, there's a car way in the distance. Yeah, it moved, didn't it? It, it's, it changed it's lanes. upon you. No, yeah. no, I'm just saying, oh yeah, they would do that too because because they, they know how to use fast lanes. Yeah, yes. I noticed that. They understand the concept yeah. of- Oh, here comes a Ferrari. Uh, yeah. I'll or, move or, out of the way. Or that guy's going faster. I should move over. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the, the cars that are so far up ahead in the horizon are immediately upon you at yeah. that speed. It, that, that's the scary part. Yeah. That, anyway, we got, so we got it pinned 300K, got our video, and then you know kept it a little bit more mellow after that. But I went home and looked at the top speed of that car. 300k. I so. don't know. I feel like I recall you guys were. It got. It went a little faster because you found a downhill section. Maybe yeah. Because you'd been going flat out long enough <laughs> yeah. to find a yeah. downhill section. Oh look, it's a downhill section. Yeah. Then we got like two more mile an hour. It's like yeah, stretching. <laughs> well, on that note, this one year that we did the gumball rally. Yes, and never did that. I was driving. See, punishing. I was driving a Jeep SRT, so the, yeah. you know the, the faster oh, okay, Jeep. Yeah. And we were driving through Serbia. This is such a weird, like it's a, sketchy, isn't it? Um, well, I guess you know the whole idea. The, the whole idea of the Gumball Rally is that it's not it's not a race; it's a rally. So it's just a group of people. You know, some people some people drive a little bit more reckless and, and drive like a race. Yeah. But for the most part, you're supposed to be all arriving as a group and you're doing, you know, you're going to the parties and, and doing the, all the activities and stuff together. Yeah. But in some cases, especially if you're going through Germany or through Serbia, we had, we had clearance. So clearance we, to do whatever speed you want. Yeah. What? So Serbia was our first time on that trip that we could go, that we didn't have a speed limit. Yeah. So I'm pushing this SRT. I get it up, I get a downhill, I get up to 160 and it turns off. The car shut off. No power steering, nothing switched off. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't bother L to Lights check. off just everything. Just lights off. Like, <laughs> and then, I, you know, I'm driving, I'm like, you guys, the car's off. 
car's off. I don't know what to do. And then as it slowed down, it kicked back in. So wait, the, it was they like programmed a safety it to, device. Yeah, I guess. They programmed for you not to to mat, have it matted. Uh, well, I mean, I had it matted and I, I was going, I had it matted going on the flat. So we were going like 150 or so. But once I went to the downhill, it was sort of like beyond the car's Oh, I might be revving the engine too in, much. Intent. So yeah. And then it was just too much. And it sh- anyway, it was it was frightening. Do a lot of cars have that? I don't know. <laughs> That's the first time it's ever happened to me. I don't feel like we I don't feel like we're gonna get DMs of like you're the two dumbest people in the world. I don't think a lot of cars do that. I mean, I understand if that the, seems dangerous. If the accelerator, you know, it, it no longer accelerates. Yeah, fair enough, but don't switch but, off. But it was it was actually I, I definitely had steering control, but it was definitely like the electronics and everything. It, it was as if you turned the key just to the accessory power. It would scare power. the shit out of me. It was gnarly. Um and everyone else was kind of like, what? What? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then as we started to slow down. It, and then you just kept on. driving like, fuck, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, it. No much. questions. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> no, fuck. Well, Remember I, that I, one I time where the car just completely switched? Yeah, no. that was fucking crazy. Let's just say we pushed it to the limit and then we pulled back a little bit. <laughs> so how many people are trying to win that race and how many people are they, trying so to join the convoy? So they give away. They don't, they don't do winners. They don't, you know. Like, but somebody's trying to get there first, correct? It's got to be some asshole. Sure, yeah. Yeah, for Lamborghini sure. Lamborghini dude that's just yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. it in the certain time. One guy have... was driving in a Conaseg. What's that? Uh, it's a Swedish car. I think it, at the time, it was the fastest street legal car you could get. Yeah. And there was a, a Conaseg crew following him. <clears throat> for maintenance. For maintenance, yeah. He had a race team he behind race him. Team. Yep. So he probably got there pretty quick. He got there quick. But but the, the whole, they, they give away a Spirit of Gumball award at the end, and it's more like, who, who, who embodied the spirit of adventure? Right, because sometimes it's people not, travel in minivans and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, we did it. Um, you did, yeah, in a minivan. We did, we did it in. Uh, we had the birdhouse crew one time in Europe in a in a van, and they got lost. Wait so for they, the gumball. Yeah, you put birdhouse van on the gumball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the la- the last time we, we did it, legitimately, we had the stunt van from the A Team movie. A Team, we had the A Team van. Who got that? Um, There's so many stories in this story. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what gumball actually is once and for all, because I only know you. I know Kerry Hart. There's a few. There's. It all depends on your approach to it, right? It, it's it's this crazy opportunity. You know, if you if you if you pay the entry fee and then and there's a waiting list, so you're you know they're very. It's very exclusive of who can get in. Okay, so tons so of people want to go in. Tons of people want to go in. You pay a fee to your car to get your car in and then per passenger of that car. And right? you have to ship your car too, right? If it's overseas, sure. But but it, they, but then they'll be in charge of the car through the rally. So let's say you're going to go overseas somewhere. They put them in one of those uh, Antonov planes that oh, carry shit. cars. Oh, wow. And so one time we did it where we were in Europe and then they put the cars on Antonovs and then flew them to the East Coast. And then they had they chartered a jet to fly to the East Coast to yeah. get the cars. I mean, it's all. How know. many people are in the gumball? I can't. I, I want to say there's like eighty cars. Maybe? Eighty cars, about, about maybe that. less. Okay. Uh, so anyway, and the whole thing. So so what I'm saying is, if your approach is like, I'm just going to go and 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 be part of this thing, and and you know, because there, there, there's of course there's a lot of excess. Like people have a lot of money, but if you make it kind of your own trip. And you do stuff in those cities that maybe are off the beaten path, it can be amazing. 
You mean like go see some? Yeah, like I've never been to Budapest. So right. go to Budapest and go check out stuff. Go to skate parks. And so that's what we did. Got it. So we would go to, we would go like, all right, we're going to Stockholm. Where's, where's the skate park on the way to Stockholm? Right. Or we go here. Oh, there's a crazy street spot under this bridge. Let's go skate that. So, so a lot of times you're by yourselves. Own. Well, you, it's just more like when you leave, uh, when you leave a checkpoint, then they give you your destination card. So you don't know exactly, you know, the general city route, yeah. but it's more like, oh, go to this castle in Holland and you'll have lunch there. Okay. So that's their destination card. And my next question is, when you are in a group and they show up at the next checkpoint, they have big dinner party things? Yeah. And that's something you'd want to be a part of, I would assume. Yeah. You, you, you know, it depends on how, <laughs> like, is it how like, deep you, know, you want to go with it. Because at some point, it's pretty exhausting. You're going 3,000 miles in six days or seven days. Okay. <clears throat> so it's, there's a lot of driving. And so if you're <laughs> caught up in the partying and stuff, you're going to fall behind. They, so it's it's not about that. I just ex- expect you, all the Lamborghini guys, all the Ferrari guys, they that, all show it's up. It's on that on And then they have level. some yes. big thing where it's just crystal. Yeah. Or, or an exclusive concert. Stuff like that. Stuff like that, yeah. Is that cool? Is that? Yeah, that stuff's cool. But it, doesn't, yeah. it seemed like it was more fun to go to a skate park it's, in Budapest for you. Well, for me, yeah, because that's my focus. Cause, and also, I, it's more that my lifestyle and, and my my interests are, are not of like, oh, where's the club? Where's right. the part? You know, that's just not where I'm at in yeah. my life. And, and, um, and that's exhausting. I was just wondering if there was anything they were doing that we don't do, really. Like when we go to the club, eh, eh, but when if, I, if, I, if I have uh, so there, there's a, whole a half thing a million where people, dollar car, what do I do when I go to the club? Yeah, so everyone's, everyone's uh, jockeying for tables. Right, just a bottle service fiesta, right? right. Like who and can, who's got the best table right yeah it's that kind of thing yeah right which is i don't want to do it every day but i do want to go one time and go what's that guy doing oh wow that's a real fucking that's a that you know that bottle is worth this much or, right you know, I, I'm, I'm intrigued there's to just, plenty of there's plenty of that if that's what you're into i bet yeah um, not saying i want to like bro down with him but, but yes, i would that's like the to thing is it. that like i i love i love what max has created because you can make it kind of whatever you want yeah and and if you want to make it just that, then that's that. But if you want to make it that it's it's sort of a an adventure you never had with tourism and things, you can make it that too. If you look at videos and stuff, like at the starting point in London, the streets are lined with people watching these cars go through. Oh, okay. People is it for blocks? So every year people are like, hell yeah, it's starting again. Yeah. Really so they're sure. still going. Well, th- there was a pause through COVID. Yeah. But they're they're gonna they're start again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Would you do that ever again? Um, I would. It really depends on depends on the cities. If it's stuff you haven't seen, then you'd yeah. be more inclined. Or yeah, or if I feel like, oh, that'd be cool. Like, is there a skate scene there, or can right. we maybe develop something there? That that that's that's more where I'm interested in doing it now. Right. Um, and there was a chance that we were going to try to do something for this coming one in a place where there isn't much support for skating. Um, okay. And we ran into a lot of red tape. And so I don't think it's going to work. So oh. I, I really, we're really trying to do it with our foundation too. Yeah. But, you know, when you do stuff internationally, especially with, with nonprofits, it's so hard. Why? People are trying to not help you <clears throat> well, build a skate park? It's, it's so it's confusing. More you have to work with existing charities and not all of them are vetted. 
I don't know what that means. That means that you don't know if they're doing legit know. work and yep. they're just they're just taking the money. Right. Got it. Yeah. And there's a lot of risk with that, with especially associating our name, like the skateboard project, with, yep. with something like that. So that's where it gets really tricky. Um, so you're saying that often a lot of charity organizations are not that solid. Well, especially sometimes, but you especially with, with skateboarding because it's just not, it's not established. Right. So if you're going to a country, especially a, a country that's not um, first world or whatever you want to call it, yeah. and there's a skateboard charity there, you just don't know what their intentions are or where the money's going. Right. And it's really hard for us to to validate that or to check, you know, we vetting, the vetting process is like, well, how do we know where their money's going? And we yeah. need someone to check that out and, and we don't have the resources to do that. So, so the only charity that we truly endorse internationally is Skate a Stand. Because we've seen their work firsthand. I've been okay. to their, I've been to the openings of their places and they're okay. legit. You know, they're, they're bringing in, um, they're bringing in education, skating, and you know, in, in the most challenged areas. And they're not trying to keep any of the money. They're trying to no. give and it to uh, people. Their money goes to, right. to getting the right teachers involved, to getting instructors, to getting facilities, to keep people safe. Like, I, I trust them implicitly. They're, they're, they're amazing. It sucks to know that if you travel around the world trying to organize skate parks for people that some of the charity organizations are a little too suspect to have a, a skate park. Like, why are you there at all then? You know, like, why, it should just be like, oh, wait, you guys are coming to my country to build a skate park for the kids in an area where they don't have anything to do? Awesome. Not, yeah. oh, awesome. I could just totally scam you and not give the kids a skate park. Like, that's, to know that, that that's that's a chance, it's there was a, There was a thing recently, and I don't know how I can explain this without giving any specifics, but there was a thing recently where I posted something on social media about this this area with skaters that were literally making their own skateboards. Yeah, okay. Out of whatever. I'm not no skateboard components. Trucks. Yes. Uh, it, it's unreal. Like you I just saw I saw this photo and I was like I, I saw this photo on something and I was like what is that? And I kind of went down the rabbit hole to find out what it was and see other photos and I was like this is amazing, right? And then there was this whole sort of push because that that thing went viral people seeing it they're like what is that what is that and then and then there was the whole push within the skate industry it was like hey we got to get skateboards to those kids oh, shit. real skateboards yeah and so i contacted the photographer who shot the photos and i was like hey there's a you know there's a lot of buzz with this and there's a guy claiming that he's the one who runs that facility yeah and this photographer was like yeah I don't know what the guy's name is. But I didn't have his name because it was just an Instagram handle. And uh, he's like, I don't know what his name is, but there's some sketchy people, characters out there that claim they are doing stuff with these organizations or with this, you know, with this group or this camp or whatever it is. And they're not. And so I got the guy's name, went back to the photographer. Dude. I was like, well, this is the guy's name. He's like, yeah, that dude. Don't. Wow. And so I pulled out of the sort of group chat yeah. that was that was very much, you know, we're gonna send, we're, we're collecting boards, right. we're sending more. And, and this dude's like, yeah, send them to this place, which is not the place. Yeah. And I take a boat to the other place. It was, it was the whole thing just sounded like I was like, Phew. and I tried to to give some warnings about it because yeah. I felt like I had some insider knowledge. Yeah. But everyone was too excited about the prospect and like 
got caught up in the hype. So fast forward, I mean, we're talking about this is a couple of years later. I just saw some, some activity in that group chat recently. It was like, hey, man, whatever happened to those boards? He's gone. Gone. So did he make a fucking weird looking skateboard and post it everywhere to say, no, hey, there's a he group? Just, of- he just had some loose connection to this group that was doing that. And maybe had oh, in, man. been Wait, involved so there really, in it. There really is somebody that's building skateboards from scratch. That's a true are. story. Yeah, the kids are. Yeah. I would love to, like, that's, somebody made a fucking skateboard, the whole thing from scratch without any yeah, skateboard. I'll, I'll get, I'll, we'll, we'll post a photo of it on this because um, I just don't want to throw anyone under the bus that, yeah. you know, that, that got snowed by this whole thing. And, yeah. Um, and uh, I feel bad too because it was like, man, like, because these kids are doing gnarly tricks on these boards. On their own made skateboards. Yeah. With with the trucks that like kind of rotate. Fucking, they made their own metal trucks wheels. blowing my mind it's, right It's now. crazy, yeah. Metal then, wheels. Metal wheels. And then they're doing, they're doing like full 360s and 180s on the ground. As because if, their wheels are metal. They're slippery. And they also turn. Like, I can't explain it. Their trucks can turn them into a 360 yes. without leaving the yes. ground. Oh, that, okay. Yeah. Oh, so they're almost not skateboarding. I mean, they're they making are, something else. But that's the thing; it would be it would be amazing to see them skate with skateboards. Yeah, they'd be like, what is this thing? And we can't get to them because well, there's a just, dude that's yeah, blocking I don't, it. It was just because I don't. The, I feel like the place is so far removed that whoever really be. is running the the ship there isn't able to be in contact or or get so you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're they're just so they're they're just doing it. They're they're in the thick of it. They're really helping these kids. Fuck. But someone else is capitalizing on the fact that some attention was drawn to this project and they claimed that they were in charge. Yeah. But I'm so I don't want to I don't I don't want you to say anything you don't want to say, but I man, I want to know where it is and where like how <laughs> like I want to fucking fly there and be like, hey guy with actual homemade skateboard, give me that. Yeah. Here, try this. Yeah, uh, but it sounds like a place where I don't think they even let me fly there. By the sounds, it's hard, man. I mean, we 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 actually had we had a donor for the foundation that saw a, a clip on skaters in Ethiopia mm-hmm. and contacted us and said, "Oh, my daughter's from Ethiopia. She's adopted, and I really want to help the skate scene there because I just saw this thing on TV that that there is a skate scene there and it looks amazing." And I was like, yeah, let's get it, you know, and let's let's send them skateboards. Because I had been to Ethiopia um, on a charity mission and saw skating there, and it was incredible. So yeah. this guy really wanted to to do something about it. Yeah. This, I'm just I'm just explaining this because this is how messy everything gets when you try to to help. And I'm not saying that we should not try to help, but to not vet all the process of it can be costly. So we made 200 skateboards. A hundred to go to Ethiopia, a hundred to sell here and for a charity for the group in Ethiopia. Oh, yeah. Right. So we're raising money and we're sending them skateboards. Yeah. The skateboards got caught in customs, caught, just pulled in customs. They're gone. They're gone. They're just in a warehouse outside of Ethiopia. Like someone's got to go there and bribe them in person to get them out. They're not even being used or sold. They were no. just—they're just like no. They're just like they're just like taken hostage, basically. Which, is, you know, I don't understand. I can't. I can't ex- like I can't pretend to understand all the uh, intricacies or all the politics of what goes on there. I just know that when this happened, 
uh, however they were, someone else, someone else with experience later on said, oh, why didn't you use this service? You know, and, and whoever was working here had never done it. And it was like, what is that service? Well, that's there. They'll get it through the right channels and they'll get to its destination. But if you just send it straight, whatever post, it's going to get caught in customs and probably not released. So they're, so they're just taking later. them. What's that? They're just taking them. So there's a hundred skateboards just outside Ethiopia in some storage facility. And if someone drove there and I guess bribed the, the dudes in charge, wow. or the people who run the warehouse, they can get them out. Like you already have nothing. And then when someone sends it to you, they don't give no, it to it's, you. So it's, it, it, it was weird to, it was weird to be exposed to, to all of that. Yeah. You, you know, just from, from being, a, from being a skater and being involved in a, in a skate charity to seeing like, oh, this is how things work and there's corruption and there's, and it's so complicated. And you, you know, you, you're not going to solve all these other issues there. Yeah. We're just trying to help kids get skateboards. Yeah. That's it. Like that's, that's the bottom that's, line. But what a story to prove how fucked up their whole uh, program is that, that we can't send kids skateboards. Right. We can't do that because you guys. Right. And that's what I'm going. saying is if you you have it, I mean, we're getting into the weeds with this, but if you have a foundation in one country and you're trying to help foundations in other countries, you just don't know who to trust. Man, foundations, huh? <laughs> like a lot of people start foundations because they want to help people. And it seems like a lot of people want to start foundations to scam people out of their money. Absolutely. Like that's like 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. And we, where we, Skate Bar Project is highly rated, especially with, because they do charity ratings of how much money they give away. Oh. Because you only have to give, and I might be wrong in this, but you only have to give, I think 20% of your income away as a charity. What? So 80% can go to administrative. Crazy, How's right? that a charity? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the... I might be wrong. I'm the, okay. The, you know, I'm, I'm a little like out of my that. field, but I did understand that. But but we are transparent in our in in what we give. And it's way more than that, obviously. And But but also our money ends up usually getting more funding from matching donations. And other. it sort of opens up other doorways when we give money to a project. So we have a high rating because of that. Because our money's really effective. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So if you want to- And also, your- we just, we've been doing it for 20 years. So we're streamlined right. in this. And I know I say we, like I'm taking credit. I've been there since day one. Yeah. But, but our crew now is so tight. Right. And so effective that it's, it's really been, it's, it's been so much easier for me because I used to be just the face behind it. And I yeah. had to go to every event and whatever. And now, like, it's autonomous and they're just killing it. Good. Man, what a- I'm so clueless to the to the harshness of the world sometimes. You know, I'm like, yeah, charity, man. It's when you start giving everybody stuff because you made it. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, dude, not most some people don't think that. They just go, Yeah, man, I got a charity. Let send me your shit. Well, for sure, there's there are there are plenty of people who are high profile that start charities just so that it raises their PR. Oh. I mean, that happens. That happens a lot. Oh. And then when people start looking into the charity, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Who are you giving to? What are you talking about? Yeah. We help kids. What kid? Yeah, well, right. Yeah. You got any witnesses yeah. to this? Yeah. I mean, that happens. I'm just not saying that's 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 the normal, but it definitely happens. And and uh, they get bad ratings. And sometimes people get busted for that kind of stuff. Good. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like, wait a 
turn something really positive into it's hard, a negative. It's hard, especially with, with, say, cancer charities, because it's hard to quantify what exactly the money goes to. That's where it gets super tricky. Because, you, you know, it goes to... Absolutely, I understand if it's going to helping families who are yeah. going through cancer or yeah. their loved ones. But it's more like we... Cancer research. Yeah. And that's just so hard to quantify. Like, what? how can you show your work? And then yeah. what... Luckily, what we're doing, which I know they're doing, like I'm not saying that's yeah, all. I get it. A farce, but what we're doing, we literally show concrete proof. Yeah. Here's your money. Go skate it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's it's it, that's why I like your charity the most. One because I don't understand most things, and that one I'm like, you give them money, they may they may skate past your yeah. people. I get and we, that, and we go grind coping. Yeah, and that, and then, and I know as a as a kid that you know, I mean probably. I needed skateboarding, you know, like right. it, it, it found me a, a place to exist and it gave me confidence to be alive still today. I got saved by skateboarding. So to know that you're in charge of building skate parks for thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people and one, ten thousands, a hundred thousand of them could also be saved by this thing that you've so organized. Your, your cameo fees go to the skate park. hundred percent project. Yeah. Um, so how ironic that you're donating your time to like to do these cameos and that money goes to building skate parks. I hope so. And then <laughs> and then it builds a handrail that you and I both each shit on. <laughs> so it comes full circle. <laughs> I, I'm changing my cameo to 100% me. <laughs> is that, that is the shittest deal ever. Oh man, I do a free cameo for a fucking hole in the, between the legs. Like, yay, what a deal. Yeah. Fuck so that. thank you for your service. Yeah, all just know when you get a cameo from me, that's for transitions. My <laughs> my money goes to transitions. Oh, yeah. Fucking it's rail. The Jason Ellis quarter pipe. <laughs> yeah. When you see my shitty little check come in, hey, mate, this bit doesn't go for any handrails, all right? <laughs> no handrails. Or the curve. You can do corners. This donation is earmarked to anything with vert. <laughs> if I see any Even if of it's you, a wall ride, we're fine. You build steps with my money on this. No steps. Transition. Oh my god, that's totally. amazing. All right. All right. Oh wait. Uh I am going I'm going on tour. I'm going on a speaking gig tour. Yay! In Europe and in Whoa. the UK. Cool. How long yeah. for? Uh in it's in July. It's in July, right? Uh anyway, go to tonyhawk.com and you get the info, but um I'm excited. I I usually when I do speaking gigs, they're for corporate events or conferences and stuff so there's mm. always some theme that I kind of stick to and these are just me Birdman yeah just freestyle hey man I'm Birdman answering questions you guys want to be sweet check it out listen right. to this let me make sure that I know the date here I love it when you're unprofessional it makes me feel better <laughs> I'm, Dude, pretty, it, sure, we're I'm only, pretty sure it's we're, Thursday we're only in the beginning of the year it's too hard to look that far out yeah I get it uh, in the meantime uh, get a cup cam oh wait no in the meantime get a cup cam uh, starts July 29th in Dublin and then oh, you're going to Dublin, yeah. And then ends August sixth in Norway. Are so, you going to do anything with Conor McGregor? Uh, only if up. he shows up and asks a question in the audience. You should hit him up and make sure he's drunk, and then see if he like tries to get physical. Fuck cool. skateboarder. And then he'd be like, "Should I challenge him to game of skate?" Yes. All right. If he drinks enough, he'll take it. <laughs> that guy is stupid. Uh, Dublin, Manchester, London, Antwerp, Copenhagen, Stockholm, Oslo. Oh, you're going to be pumped. You love those places. Woo! Don't you? Of course. I know you. You like you like you probably got a couple of places you know there. Oh, foodie? 
Yeah. Yeah. You know it. Ah, good for you. Fucking good shit. All right. Bye, All right, we'll, everybody. We'll be back here next week with a guest. Special, special guest. Yeah. Yeah. Not a very good skateboarder. Who knows? Maybe he's excellent and he's been lying the whole time. But you'll like sure it. He sucks. Yeah. All right. See you next week. Like, subscribe. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Whoa. Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level or on top of the world. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.